Every person is uniquely called and convicted and, and drawn out of the kingdom of darkness and each one is conveyed into the kingdom of his dear son and God does it and what we see is all the different things he does. And this, this one in Acts 19 right here, this is how it's described. Salvation is entering God's kingdom. So if you have never entered God's kingdom, the scriptures say you're not saved. Following God's way. Jesus said, follow me. I am the way. And the early believers all the way through the book of Acts are called followers of the way. They entered God's kingdom, which means they are following God's way, which people follow instead of their own way. See, that's what repentance is. It's a change of mind that I don't want to go that way anymore. It's, boy, it's headed to destruction. It's headed to the blackness of darkness, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. I don't want that. Oh, Lord, I want you to convey me into your kingdom. I want you to save my soul. I want you to, to wash me, cleanse me, regenerate me. And then when I'm saved, I don't want to follow my own way. I want to follow yours. So that's how the gospel describes salvation. Now look at chapter 19, starting verse 8. And I want to read through this because it's so interesting. So follow along, starting in verse 8. And he went into the synagogue and spoke boldly for three months, reasoning and persuading concerning the things of the kingdom of God. So that's how he started. But when some had hardened and didn't believe and spoke evil of the way. See, the kingdom of God wasn't just a thought, it was a way. It was going somewhere, following someone. See, it's a way. It's the way of Christ. And so they spoke evil of the way before the multitude. So Paul departed from them and withdrew the disciples, and he reasoned daily in the school of Tyrannus. Verse 10, and this continued for two years, so that all who dwelt in Asia heard the word of the Lord, the Lord Jesus, both Jews and Greeks. Now verse 11, this is fascinating. Now, God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. And some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists took it upon themselves to call the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits. They said, we don't have an apron, but we're going to try this ourselves. And they said, we exorcise you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. And there were seven sons of Siva, a Jewish chief priest, who did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know, and Paul, I know, but who are you? You see, it's, it's interesting in the demon world, in the spirit world, they know who's who. They know who has called the name of the Lord, who has been conveyed because they're uprooted out of their kingdom and brought into the kingdom of his dear son and the very spirit of God lives within us. Demons can see the spirit of God. They know who's who. These demons said, you're you're still in our kingdom. You're not over there. And, and look what happens. I mean, this is, this is cute. Uh, verse 16, the man in whom the evil spirits leaped on them, one man overpowered seven of them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. Wow, verse 17, this became known both to all Jews and Greeks dwelling in Ephesus. And fear fell on them all. And the name of the Lord was magnified. Isn't that amazing? I mean, what they saw is genuine spiritual power, that God was at work. And so, and, and it says at the end of verse 17, and the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. By the way, Paul teaches us the secrets of having a church that, that honors 
what God wants done. And the first thing is the name of Jesus will be magnified. Uh, you notice the name of Paul wasn't magnified? Did you notice that the name of the Ephesian church wasn't magnified? That it was all about Christ and people were drawn and Christ was, was preeminent and exalted. And many, look at verse 18, many who had believed came confessing and telling their deeds. They said, wow, we used to be in that kingdom of darkness and he has saved us out of that. And verse 19, some among them said, and many of those who had practiced magic, magic. See, anything that has power, and that power is not directly from God, is not from God, it's from the devil. You see, he's the God of this world, and he's trying to always uh, charade as, as God and, and confuse people, and he can even have people like the magicians in, in Egypt and everything else. But they had been involved in that magic, and they brought their books together, and they burned them in the sight of all. It was a complete purging of all wickedness in their lives. Anything attached to that old kingdom of darkness, any of those books and any of that stuff that had to do with the darkness and the magic and the occult, they burned. And they counted up the value of them, verse 19 says, and it totaled 50,000 pieces of silver. But look at the result. So the word of the Lord grew mightily and prevailed. God blesses the ministry of the word that came through purged lives. When those people said, we don't want anything to do with what we used to do for the glory of the devil, we want everything to do with magnifying Christ and his word prevailing, and we want lives purged of that stuff. And the Lord just exploded through them. One of the ways that God describes those who believe is they are, as it said at the beginning there, uh, the kingdom of God in verse 8, followers of the way in verse 9, they were magnifying Christ.